Welcome to another installment of 10 Minutes with Mel and Sam in New York City. The introductory music you've just been hearing is from the Delacorte Clock in Central Park, which is an awesome monument featuring lots of tiny dancing animals. Now, Central Park happens to be the place we started our journey this week as we rode around the park and the surrounding area on push bikes, which we hire for 24 hours. Yeah. Riding around the park is a bit of an exaggeration, everybody. Uh, we actually rode straight through it because I couldn't stand all the busyness. Uh, and anyone who tells you that New York City is flat, they're lying. As we found <laughs> out, yes. As we found out. Okay, if you want to listen to our episode, you can pop over to Rider on the Road, www.rideronderoad.com, uh, where you can subscribe to our podcast. And we've uh, put in a little Patreon button too, if you're interested. Arnie Mary, you can be our first subscriber. Okay, we're pretty excited uh, this week. We've had a little over a week in New York City now and some of the adventures that we've taken part in have blown us away. We are having all sorts of fun and games as we try to traverse the road less travelled. If you remember last week in the podcast, we mentioned that we're changing the direction and shaking up right around the road a little bit. And I'm really excited to tell you that where we're staying in Astoria, Queens happens to be the very place that Jack Kerouac of On The Road fame came from. So it really, really suits me because I started Rider On The Road um, to follow in his footsteps and I have his book at home and here we are in his his birthplace or his home place, which is really exciting. Uh, Okay, Sam, uh, kicking into our big On Your Bike adventure. Yes, now it certainly was an adventure. So in New York City, you can hire bikes for 24 hours or 72 hours, depending on how much you pay. Now, they have several ways you can do this. We would recommend the app. We would not recommend you do what we do, which is went on their website and bought three passes on the same credit card, which apparently was a mistake. Um, so we did that and we rock up to Central Park and we're like, hello, can we get our bikes out? And they were like, what have you done? I've only seen four people do it this way in my entire two-year stint as a helper here. What have you done? And we're like, we don't know. And um, after, you know, half an hour of trying to find some Wi-Fi, download some emails, get the whole thing sorted out, put it on three different credit cards, we had our bikes as we were doing this. Mel was off recording the sounds of New York City. Sometimes life blows you away. I'm sitting here in... Uh, the centre of New York City and I'm looking at a statue of Sherman I'm opposite Central Park I'm watching the traffic jams and I'm trying to record some sound for our podcasts and it was suggested to me by my uh, mate over at Travel Riders Radio Graham, he said that having the sounds of New York behind us would give our podcast atmosphere Uh, we've got horses and carriages, we've got bikes we've got people trying to sell us everything We've hired bikes for the day, uh, the city bike system, and it's $12 for 24 hours. Uh, We downloaded a map of Central Park so we could do our own tour. Uh, Step one, we failed because we didn't bring the codes with us. So while the girls have gone off to find some Wi-Fi, I'm sitting here watching the world go by. I'm watching the yellow taxis. I'm watching the big black cars. And I'm really keen to get out and walk around uh, Central Park and see all those beautiful big mansions. Uh, The the multicultural aspect of this is amazing. Uh, So many different languages, so many beautiful different people. And as I look around, I'm trying to see any pigeons and I can't even see a pigeon. I don't know know what uh, New York City does with all its wildlife, but it seems to be a dearth of it. Um, We couldn't find any ducks at the cemetery uh, out of Brooklyn and now I'm looking for pigeons in the middle of uh, New York City. You'd think I would have found some, wouldn't you? 
I got to ride round and round the fountain outside the push bike. We place. managed to get one bike out. Yeah, <laughs> which was really exciting. Central Park, everybody, as you know, is a place that we're all supposed to go and love. I was looking forward to going there to see all the beautiful old mansions around the outside. We looked at some of the hotels, um, which was really exciting. But once we got on our bikes and started riding, I actually couldn't stand it. It was so busy and I'm clearly not a real tourist mm. because I started treadling and I kept on treadling and I came out the other side. <laughs> the um, thing about Central Park is that most of the park can only be accessed by walking. So there's a bunch in the middle like the Shakespeare Garden and the Belvedere Castle that are on these little paths. But they've actually made kind of like a bike track that just goes around the edge. And so we were riding around that, expecting to go past all these landmarks, and we just kind of saw a road, and we're like, this is fun. Um, I got some compliments on my shoes. Um, And then, yeah, we we just rode out the other side. Not before Mel nearly killed us several times by, like, record like taking selfies with her phone while on the bike but it was fun yeah we came out the other side and you had some great footage so that was nice yeah and i'm putting all my uh recordings up on youtube because i'm a sucker for punishment <laughs> uh so we've got the whole recording of us riding through central park me we one-handed for most of the time holding yep. my iphone out and checking out the world as we go along the trouble with that whole exercise is when we started to go up hills and I started to puff, I actually had to stop and get off and walk, which is rather okay. embarrassing. Uh, and Felicity is excellent. She's our little tour guide. She took us through there with no trouble whatsoever. Mm. Uh, we will go back to Central Park. At the moment, we're in a bit of a heat wave. So even though we hide these bikes for 24 hours, next time we'll probably hire them for the three days. It is a wonderful way to get around um, not only, I guess, Manhattan, but when we were over in Brooklyn as well, there were lots of people that have dedicated yeah. bike lanes. Uh, I would never have said that I would allow my daughters to do anything so dangerous or me. You don't wear uh, bike helmets over here, which was really yeah, scary. scary. Um, but when you're actually on, a, on the bikes and doing it, it's really, really easy. And you pay your $12 at the start of the 24 hours. And I think it was 24 hours for th- uh, $24 for 72 hours. Yeah. So it's really, really cheap. As long as you take those bikes back every 30 minutes, dock them and get them out again. There are several docks. You just find the dock closest to you. Yeah. We haven't got um, sims in our phone, guys, so we um, were relying on a Google map and little lights came up. And so as long as you dock your bike every 30 minutes, uh, it remains free for the full 72 hours. Uh, Come September, they'll have the electric bikes back in action. Yes, which Um, would be nice for the hills. Yeah. So when I researched this back in Australia... I was all for the electric bike and I was going to get an electric bike. Um, for some reason, they took them off the service. We Rude. don't know why. Yeah. Um, but I believe they are coming back in again in September. So hopefully when you get to hire your bikes, you'll be able to use the e-bikes. Um, thoroughly recommend them. I have one at home in Brisbane in Australia where we live on very steep hills and we need that Definitely. little boost button. I needed the boost button a lot riding through yeah. Central Park, to be honest. As it uh, was, we actually had to leave Central Park uh, because we didn't have a boost button and we were like, stuff this hill. So we ended up running down to the Hudson River, which was awesome because we were like standing across the river being all like, over there is where Alexander Hamilton died and over there is from In the Heights to the George Washington Bridge. We were super excited. And Mel was like, I don't know what any of these people mean. Um, yeah. Uh, so... The bike ride itself was really interesting, but it was the people that we met along the way uh, that made it more interesting for me, I guess. We, we rode from Central Park down to the Hudson River, uh, which is, of course is the main port or the main river uh, area from 
the mouth of the river up to Brooklyn where they do all the um, used to have all the old industrial buildings it's all very trendy and yeah and on the west side across we can see New Jersey on the one side and the, like the old industrial stuff on the other yeah and it's really cool because um, as you as you treadle along the Hudson you start to see where the old bridges were and the old railway tracks and all that kind of stuff at one stage we were parked under the under the one of the railway tracks and even though it's all very industrial there are people riding their bikes they've they've I call it sanitized but it's not they've yuppified it so that it's all very beautiful gentrified um and I believe we've got some of our romance writers here in yes. um, New York at the moment for the romance writers conference and I know they're heading up to some of the parks and I think it was Tyrone Park or something and apparently it's something that everyone should see as a tourist so we'll hire the bikes and we'll head up north we didn't go north this time uh, because we we had it in mind we we're going to treadle down to Brooklyn um, but we we will we'll turn around and we'll go up north again but one thing that I did pick up uh, I was talking to a lady because much to my daughter's frustration I get off my bike all the time and talk to people uh, and all the gardens that are um, maintained around there are maintained by volunteers. So these people live in the area. Mm. And they all get a little patch of garden that they have responsibility for that they can, um, you know, like garden to their heart's content and make it really beautiful. This yep. was in Riverside Park, I think. Yeah, and if you if all those little gardens are sectioned off with that little, uh, it's black mesh, and uh, the lady told me that if you see anything that's um, meshed off, it's being maintained by a local, which I think is really cool. I'm not quite sure what New York City does with all its taxpayers' money, but um, all its ambulances seem to be donated and all the gardens seem to be maintained by volunteers. Uh, one of the frustrating things that we've discovered as we, as we, I guess, hit some of the paths less travelled is we don't know enough about New York governance. We don't know oh, the politics. We don't know the history, the architecture. Mm. Um, we've got an architecture cruise coming up so that we can understand a little bit more about what we're seeing because even as we treadled along the Hudson, we could see New Jersey on the other side. But as we turned back and looked at Manhattan, <laughs> there were the most amazing historical buildings that yeah. meant diddly squat to us because we didn't know what we were looking at. Very sad, yeah. But like I said, we did see the spot where Hamilton died, so it was worth it. And so we, we lasted on the bikes for three hours. And you can see, as I said, you can see the bike rides on, on YouTube, on my YouTube, yes. which I think is Melinda.Hammond. I don't know how. Don't, not, not sure exactly what my YouTube channel is called anymore. Uh, but what happened after three hours is we got sick of checking in the bikes every half an hour. And we ended up doing it every 20 minutes because we were nervous we were going to go over the 30 minutes. Uh, and if the lights are green at the check-in station, it means there's plenty of room for your bikes. If the lights are orange at the check-in station, it means there may not be room for your bikes. And if the lights are red at the check-in station, it means bad luck, Donald Duck, go to another check-in yeah. station. So we were and getting on and off the bike every 20 minutes. Don't recommend it. Yeah, and one thing we did discover is that you're meant to be able to get a time credit of 15 additional minutes. So if you go up to the bike station and you're like, oh, there's no room for my bike, you should be able to hit a little button and get 15 additional minutes to find a different one. But the thing is, because we had three bikes and there was room for like one bike, for example, they were like, oh, no one needs the additional 15 minutes because you can just check your bike in. And we were like, we can't check all three of our bikes in. So we were just like madly rushing around trying to find them, not able to get any extra time credit. It was very stressful. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's one of the conversations that we've been having, uh, having the luxury of what, six weeks in New York. We, we've been able to spend a little time finding our way around mm. some of these things. I think if you came for a week, it would be quite daunting to yeah. find out how the bike system works, 
find out how to hire them, find out where the checking station's on and find out where to go. Um, and also, like, the guilt of being, like, I'm riding around the outskirts on a bike when I could be in Fifth Avenue or whatever. When you, when you have a longer amount of time, you don't have to feel so pressured to do it all at once. Yeah, and as we're recording this, uh, I think I mentioned earlier, there's a bit of a heat wave. So we've mm-hmm. actually knocked off for three days and we've locked ourselves in our air-conditioned Airbnb, uh, of which there is a uh, podcast chat coming up with our Airbnb host to tell yes. you how it all works. The Airbnb that we're in is legal. Which is uh, unusual in New yeah. York City. There are all these intimidating ads on the subway about, do you know someone who's using their home as a short-term rental? You can get them arrested. And we're all like, oh, no. <laughs> and then on the other hand, we've got all our beautiful romance writers staying in five-star hotels with um, swimming pools, and we're a little bit jealous as yeah. well. Um, but down on the Hudson... Uh, we found a rowing club and I'd organised previously that we're going to go rowing on the Hudson with a rowing club and we have a coxswain and he's going to show us how to how to um, man the oars and all that kind of stuff. So that's on, I think it's uh, Saturday lunchtimes and Tuesday evenings at 5.30. So we'll yeah. be doing that on Tuesday evening at 5.30 and yeah. I think rowing on the Hudson will be an experience that uh, few of us actually get to do, so we're pretty excited about that one. Exactly. Yeah, and after all, after all this treadling around, and after all this stress and angst of crashing into each other, and yes, because tracks. some people stop unexpectedly, leading other people to crash into them. Not mentioning any names. <laughs> uh, we found a little cafe. Uh, right on right on the Hudson there. Can you remember the name? I think it was Pier 1. It was Pier 1 Cafe, yeah. Yeah, Pier 1 Cafe. And it had plastic tables and it had green plastic umbrellas. And, and a squirrel. Is there a squirrel? Yeah, it had squirrels. It looked super buff. Yeah. And it had a cocktail list. And I decided that I would drink my way through the cocktail list. And lucky it for all of us. It was a bad plan. Yeah. <laughs> there, are only, there are only three cocktails on the list, so it, was, it took me all afternoon to drink my three cocktails. And one was a... Margarita, one was a pina colada, pina and one was a rose something revolting. Oh, that was a frose because it was frozen. Yeah, they were all frozen drinks in plastic cups. It was really cool. And we ended up playing cards down on the Hudson for the afternoon. For acorns. Yeah, that's Playing right. cards for acorns because we had no money. Oh, we were playing And scrunched words. up pieces of, like, scrunched up receipts and acorns were our yeah. betting material. Uh, and as it got a little bit cooler, we went for a walk out on the jetty. And again, we ran into this beautiful local couple who were living in all the beautiful new high-rise directly across the freeway and they were telling us that probably 10-15 years ago this was all industrial land and now in the last few years they're beautifying it all they've built all these amazing apartments that I don't know 20-30 stories high more than that 40-50 stories high (laughs) uh, all very close together and they just love the lifestyle the convenience of it there were people out on the jetty walking their dogs there were people running uh, jogging there were we ran into a hip-hop was it hip was it hip-hop dance <laughs> there was a dance uh dance group of men and they were um practicing p- for a performance and we were their audience so that was really cool uh then we ran into our hudson valley or what was it our hudson uh rowing fellow yes. who, who lives down on some beach down in new jersey now uh and then we parked the bikes were parked so we just went back up Wonder to manhattan home. yeah And that's about the end of our epic bike ride through NYC. Next time, we're going to deviate into the maritime history of New York City with a visit to Southport Maritime Museum and an interview with our good friend and amazing author, Pamela Wick Grimm. We also have a special side adventure in Locked Escape Room's pirate-themed room called The Wicked Ship, so stay tuned.